Welcome uh, to episode 169 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 15th of December, uh, 2020. Um, I hope you're all doing all right out there. I say that a lot. Don't I? I hope you're all doing all right out there. I have no fucking idea how you're doing. Um, all I have is this self-indulgent po- uh, podcast to tell you how I'm doing, and therefore I will do so. I, uh, I'm just fucking. Actually, I am just nursing a fucking shaving cut that um seems to have sliced half of my fucking cheek off. Um, if you, uh, not that it matters, not that uh, you can see this if you're only listening on an audio, but we do have uh. These are all put up uh, video-wise in uh, fucking YouTube. And my own fucking ego and um, narcissism and vanity even um, has compelled me to try and cover it a little bit with um, uh, the wonder drug, the wonder cream that we all have here in the UK, uh, germaline. I don't know if you have that in other countries. Um, I imagine it's called something else because they're all the same fucking formula. Anyway... Uh, and you're just praying for the brand name. Um, yeah, so uh, hang on a minute. Let's have a bit of a cup of tea. Loosen up the old fucking lips a little bit. There we go. Um, yeah, so fucking... Oh, this is something women don't have to encounter um, until they re- reach a certain age. <laughs> the shaving cut. The shaving cut that just keeps on fucking bleeding. I don't know what it is. I don't know if anybody's ever died, uh, bled to death from a shaving cut. But they just fucking, oh man, they just fucking bleed and bleed and bleed. It's lucky I don't have to shave that often because I'm not particularly skilled at it, um, at the old shaving. Um, Being a bit of a blondie boy, um, you know, to all intensive purposes, um... I was always quite blonde as a kid. And even now, like, if I grow my hair long, uh, what's left of it uh, and go on holiday or something, it will just bleach up fucking blonde as fuck. So, um, yeah, so I don't... But the counteract of that is... Here we go, people. This is riveting stuff. The counteract to that is um, I don't actually uh, have to shave that much. So um, that is a benefit. So, um, but, so when it comes to shaving, every fucking four or five days because I'm now in my mid forties and fucking starting to forget everything. I swear to God, uh, Alzheimer's is fucking knocking on my door. Um, I, uh, forget how to shave and then just think, Hey man, I'll just like put on some of that foamy shit and then just get a blunt razor out and just hack away at my face and see what happens. (laughs) Can't really do that much damage to my face already. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, it's fucking bleeds like fuck though and just keeps bleeding and bleeding. I don't know. Maybe I've got like, um, what is it? That fucking, I was going to say hermaphrodite. I don't think so. I haven't got one of those. Um, whatever it is, that bleeding thing that, that blokes have. What is it? Oh man, I'm going to have to, sorry. You, you're probably all screaming it over the, um, uh, uh, over the airways, bleeding thing men have. I have literally just Googled that. Bleeding thing men have. See what that comes up. <laughs> comes up with woman. Ah. 
Terrible, terrible joke there. Uh, what do guys have instead of periods? Jesus. Really? Somebody's asked that question? Of course, men don't actually have the lovely bona fide PMS related to preparing the uterus and egg for fertilization, but some go through what's called the male PMS. Really? Irritable male syndrome. Well, let's let's go over that issue, shall we, for the uh, producer of this podcast. <laughs> This can be attributed to men experience a drop in testosterone. They become like a woman and then just start moaning about shit. The hormone uh, that gives them their mojo. That's it. We lose our mojo. We become irritable. Um, male menstruation. Um, what the fucking what the bleeding thing men have didn't uh didn't come up with any results i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna have to be more specific about this um let's have a look when don't stop bleeding i know this is how i google i google like somebody um uh (laughs) when men don't stop beadling uh jesus fucking christ um when men don't stop bleeding this is how i google i Google like somebody who's had a fucking head injury. Uh, what is it when men don't start bleeding? Uh, Haemophilia. Fucking, of course. Of course it is. Um, yes. Uh, nosebleeds that take a long time to stop bleeding from the wounds that last a long time. That's it. That's what I got, baby. Um, I haven't got haemophilia, but it just won't stop bleeding. It just won't quit on me, baby. It just won't quit. Why won't you quit? Because I got no place else to go. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so that's been my last uh, fucking two hours. It's been bleeding. Jesus, I've been trying to put off this podcast so I can look pretty. Sometimes I just like to look pretty, um, so I can look pretty for you on the uh, on the on the old YouTube fucking shit. But um, you know, it's not happening. Let's have a little bit more tea. So I've had to put Vaseline and germaline over it just to try and fucking, you know, that's it. You know, I, I, this is where I get my education from films. I thought, what did they do in Rocky when they cut his eye? Just slam a little bit of Vaseline in there. That's it. And that'll get us through. Um, anyway, uh, it is the 15th of December. Somebody, um, we've only got, what, less than 10 days, people, to the big day, to the uh, Lord Jesus. The baby Jesus, he Jesus, um, the baby Jesus came into our lives, transformed our world and made us pay a fucking fortune at the end of the year for gifts for other people. Um, depending on uh, whether you believe, uh, whether you follow that religion or not, obviously other religions are available. Um, whether they're closed off to you or not is a different matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've got like, what, what we've got nine days left, something like that. This is, uh, one of the things that's happening in the news over here at the moment, because the news are just like, I'd never, nobody's ever realized it before, but the news initiated clickbait culture, didn't it? With its, uh, fucking headline grabbing fucking shock, horror, hey, outrage, trying to grab your attention. Now everyone's doing it. Aren't they? Uh, everyone's shocked and fucking horrified and fucking, oh, everyone's acting, goes around acting like a fucking Victorian fucking middle class 
upper class woman like who's like just heard the word cock for the first time and just like fainted everywhere and needs to be fanned to be brought round. Um, this is what the uh, uh, the uh, the media reported that Brid Brits. Uh, sorry, I almost said Briggs there, obsessed, uh, <laughs> a little bit of self-obsession kicking in there, people, um, that Brits are being urged not to stockpile food. And this is, they had photos of panic buyers. This week, photos of panic buyers with food um, piled up in their trolleys, and they said, this is outrageous, panic buying is starting again. And the food in the pictures was mainly beer. Um, it's fucking Christmas, you retarded fucking media fucking outlets. It's fucking Christmas. Everybody stocks piles fucking food at Christmas. That's what we do. You buy too much food. So you're still eating those chocolates mid-January that you thought, hey, man, just in case we don't like... You know, eat in case we eat all of the chocolates we've got already, we're going to need like another five tons of chocolates wedged into our fucking cupboards in our houses. That's what people do. It's not fucking panic buying. It's Christmas. It's December. Jesus. Anything for a fucking scare story these days. Oh, no, people are... It's going to be like before... You can't wipe your ass with toilet paper, so you're going to have to fucking... Ah, oh, there's thousands of kids around at the moment because they're all off school. I'll have to use one of those to wipe my asshole with. Jesus, they create this shit. That's what they do. They create... They give bollocks fucking stories like this, non-stories like this, and create... And then everybody goes, oh, other people are panic buying. It said it in the media. I better start fucking panic buying. And then it just rolls from there. Tracy next door's got fucking 18 toilet rolls. I better get 19 toilet rolls. So I've got one left and we can fucking fight to the death after it. Over it. Ah, oh, fucking. After all of her shit's gone. Is people stocking up for Christmas, you fucking idiots? Nobody panic buys, you know, unless you're a fucking alcoholic. You know, if you're panic buying and waiting for the fucking zombies to come or like for your neighbours to come and fucking cut you open and eat your organs, you're going to be panic buying fucking food, not fucking beer. I imagine there's some people out there going, well, fucking yeah, I'll fucking panic buy fucking beer, mate. I can't get through the day without a beer. Fuck, you love a beer. Yes, I know you're fucking double hard and have to have a drink every fucking hour. But nobody... Nobody's going to stockpile fucking beer when the apocalypse comes, are they? It's going to be rice and pasta, as was shown earlier this year, he says, pointing towards the nearest supermarket. Um, let's have a little bit more tea. Hang on. But the media, hey, man, it's the media. The media create know that we're all fucking idiots, won't really look behind the fucking story and realise, hey, man, it's fucking Christmas time. Of course people are panic buying, stockpiling food because the supermarkets are closed for a day. <laughs> it's like fucking Easter um, when the supermarket, because the supermarkets are closed for a day, of course, yeah. Nobody wants to go shopping at Christmas unless somebody's, you know, 
going to the bullshit fucking sales they have where they ship in all the fucking stuff they don't usually sell on Boxing Day and try and flog it to you under the guise that it's a bargain. Oh, Ben, we need to calm down today. I don't know. I don't know why I'm angry today. Um, But yeah, just fucking, oh, you know. They just try and create this fucking bullshit um, time after time. And we all sop it up and fucking fall for it. Um, Yeah, it's just Christmas, people. Calm down, media. It's just Christmas, you know. People stockpiling. What are they stockpiling? Fucking Christmas crackers. Oh, my God. There's a sudden demand for Christmas crackers and cocktail sticks and little cubes of fucking cheese and cubes of fucking pineapples. What's going on? Why can't we understand this? It's fucking Christmas, you fucking melt. Jesus. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that was the... Um, uh, that was uh, one of the main stories that's fucking been going on about this uh, this fucking week. Shock horror. People fucking, you know, Thornton's chocolates are flying off the shelves. Maybe they're thinking that the virus can fucking not get past the dense, you know, thick Belgian chocolate of Thornton's and therefore somehow it gives them a positive effect against the coronavirus and then everybody's just stockpiling Thornton's chocolates, whereas it was really just a present for somebody's nan because they couldn't be fucked to think of anything else. (laughs) Yankee Candles and Thornton's chocolates seem to be helping against the coronavirus. No, I just couldn't put any more thought into Christmas presents for people than a Yankee Candle and Thornton's chocolates, and I thought this is the best way to not put too much thought into it, but still say I'm thinking about you at Christmas. I don't know, people. Um, what are we on? 14 minutes. Um, I am doing my. I am at the moment doing my uh, last bit of Christmas shopping. I must admit, uh, whether the stuff's going to get here or not is a different matter. Who knows? We're on the deadline now, the Amazon deadline. Where they uh, give you a little notification. Hey, man, this, uh, do you want this by Christmas? You can still get this by Christmas if you want. You want this by Christmas? We can get it to you by Christmas. Don't you fucking worry about that, son. We'll get this to you by Christmas. Um, yeah, fucking hell. <coughs> oh, Jesus, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm still doing my last bit. I, I quite enjoy the old uh, Christmas shopping for other people. I quite, you know, thinking about stuff, thinking about getting those Staunton's chocolates in. Um, just, you know, like, you have people you buy for and you're like, oh, you know, there's some, you know, there's just some, there's some at there. You've got your top people you buy for, and then your other people you buy for. You sort of like there's just a little there's a little thing to say I'm thinking of you at Christmas. There you go. I haven't put too much thought into it, but you know, enjoy those chocolates and that Yankee candle. Or you have the other people you buy for you actually put some thought into it. There's a hierarchy in Christmas presents, isn't there? A definite hierarchy. You know, and you can, if you're receiving chocolates or a Yankee candle or some smelly stuff from somebody that. I hate to break it to you people, but they don't really give a fuck about you. <laughs> or they might give a fuck about you, but they haven't put any thought into that present whatsoever. 
Whereas you can get, uh, you know, you put thought into other people's presents, don't you? There's definitely two leagues to the old uh, Christmas presents you buy for. Definitely. That sounds like material, but I've never done that material before. But somebody would. They'd do that as material and then give three examples so it applies to the rule of three. But we're better than that here at the Ben Briggs Podcast. And then do some sort of made-up callback. Or it ends with, all along, it was their teacher. <laughs> Something like that, isn't it? Ah, that's the sort of lame-ass shit people are peddling out there. Not at the moment, though. I tell you what, I am missing the old. Um, uh, I am missing the old Christmas gigs a little bit. Um, it's nice, like December. Everybody usually complains about the old uh, Christmas gigs. Let's just make a note of this. This is improvised. It wasn't on the list of stuff to write down. Uh, everybody usually complains about the Christmas gigs every year, but I actually, I'm fucking missing them. I like it when it's a little bit lively. I don't mind that. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't like it when it's too fucking, you know, there's a dickhead group in or it's just going, like that. But I actually enjoy the Christmas gigs. Everybody seems, you know, they're usually in a good spirit. They've probably had a little bit more to drink than they would. Um, You need to be a bit more straight down the line with shit. Um, and, um, you know, like it's a little bit more heckly, a little bit more rough, but, um, I kind of like it. Last year I did a, a load of gigs at, um, uh, Ruffle, uh, comedy club in, uh, all over the place now. They're setting up all over the place. They're here, they're here, they're, they're every fucking where. Um, I think they've got one in Preston, one in Derby and one in, um, obviously Newcastle and Lyme. Uh, where I did uh, last year's Christmas gigs, a few last year's Christmas gigs, the memorable ones, the memorable ones um, that were, you know, not, you know, golf clubs and shit like that, or just, uh, you know, it's in a proper club. So, and uh, the people were a little bit, oh, fucking hell, you know, he's on about you. It's a bit like that, but um, they're always quite good fun. Um, as long as people aren't too wankered, there's a definite cusp of people being pissed and it's fun pissed and then just fucking obliterated pissed. Um, going on later in a night, I think I opened last year, so it was a little bit easier for me. Um, they were just sort of like nice pissed. Um, compare, Koki did a good job as well, uh, last year, but, um, yeah, I'm kind of missing that, man. Kind of missing that this year. Um, you know, just driving to the gigs and the excitement of it and everybody's in a fucking good mood. They've got a little bit of tinsel in their air. You know, the odd Santa hat bobbing about and everyone's just up for a good night. I've never done a Christmas gig and you have that apathetic fucking audience just staring at you. You know, just the apathy you can feel as soon as you go in the room and uh, you're like, oh, Fuck you now. It's more, it seems like it's more of an event. Like people have probably been out on a work do, at a meal, and then go to a comedy club. Um, and there's a definite different vibe at Christmas. It's a little bit more mental, a little bit crazier. Um, the audiences are a little bit more buoyant, which is fueled, I imagine, mostly in part by alcohol. 
has been my experience over the years. But um, even driving to the gigs, and I know it's cold over here in... But there's a sort of like when you walk into a gig and it's a Christmas gig, there is a definite sort of warmth both in atmosphere and within the reception from the crowd. You know what I mean? Everybody seems to be because everybody's looking forward to Christmas. They've got something to fucking look forward to. Most people, the majority of people, 99% of people are going to have Christmas off. Um, They're probably they've got the next day off if they're going out on a works do. It's usually a Friday or Saturday night, um, or a Thursday night, and they'll have the um, they'll have the Friday off work. So nobody's in the next day. So nobody really has got that at the back of their head that oh, I can't enjoy myself too much because I'm in work tomorrow. Um, must get those reports done. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame this year. I am missing that a little bit. Um, starting to get a bit itchy feet. If, uh, you know, there's only so long, you know, not that it's nice to miss stand up or anything like that, but I never had, um, I never had an intention to do online gigs. Never. It's just not the, for me, it's all about like being in front of a live audience, uh, interacting, making that human connection and, um, I know this is somewhat putting down the formats of this podcast, but I don't think you can have that. I think podcasts are different because you're in somebody's ears literally and they either get you and enjoy what you do or they don't. But on, um, you know, I don't want a fucking gig in my own fucking front room. (laughs) I go out to gigs to fucking leave this shit behind in here. The loneliness of living on your own. And then you go and get ready. I'd be essentially, if I was doing gigs online, I'd be essentially walking out of this room, walking into a room at the back of Briggs Towers, getting dressed, getting ready, covering up my fucking shaving cuts and um, with the uh, germaline. <laughs> And then coming straight back and sitting on the fucking same sofa that I've been sat on all day with the TV on fucking pause. um, Allowing strangers to either judge me or not. I don't know what the fucking apparently people have been doing the fucking jazz hands that deaf people do or whatever. Just fucking applaud What's wrong with that? You know, or ding, ding, or making a fucking noise. You know, oh, I appreciated that joke. Thank you very much. I'll just wave my hands at you. You know, what's wrong with clapping? Surely deaf people can hear the vibrations of clapping. (laughs) Surely. You know, that's more involved than just, you know, the jazz hands. You know, put your hands over your head and clap. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've offended. Hey, it's our right to do jazz hands if we want to. We are the deaf community and we have totally decided to do jazz hands. Okay, okay, okay. Calm down, calm down. Um. Anyway, yeah, so, um, yeah, I never really, and I couldn't imagine doing, I know there's a few, a couple of people have asked me if I wanted to do, like, online gigs and that, and um, in the nicest possible way, I've gone no. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've gone. It sounds fucking dreadful. Hey, man, you don't know until you tried it. Yes, I do. There's acts out there, I've noticed. There's acts out there. Out in the world, baby. Out there. Online. On here. On there. Online. Doing online gigs. And I've never been on stage um, because they started doing uh, gigs during the pandemic. You just—I just felt like grabbing them and going. It, it gets so much better than this. I've seen a couple of online gigs. I've seen a couple of online gigs, and it will never, never, never capture the sort of like magical atmosphere and that connection you can have with an audience. It will never capture that. And why would you want to fucking do that? Why? I have no idea. If you can't reach the heights of how good it can be, why would you settle for second best? And that was always my philosophy with this. As we seem like we may have a sort of like road back to doing gigs at some point. March, April time, something like that, I think, um, over here in the UK. But anyway, yeah, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fuck doing a Christmas gig on your fucking sofa with it where you're staring at your own fucking Christmas tree. Jesus. Staring into a camera. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway, talking of things, exciting things. Talking of Christmas, actually, I watched Gremlins the other day, uh, which nobody, nobody ever seems to... Um, uh, list as uh, one of their greatest Christmas uh, films of all time, but I fucking love that film. Everybody, if you you see, if your Christmas films are, they're either going to be um, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, Santa Claus the Movie, Miracle on, what is it, 34th Street, um, what is it, Elf, um and uh and then wankers and then if you're an absolute wanker who's like oh fuck it out that bloke from earlier do you remember that bloke from earlier the voice i did oh fuck it out oh fuck it i have loads of beers a day mate that's what i have oh fuck it i'm just beer 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 and fucking tits i fucking love it um that geezer you ask that fucking geezer what his favorite christmas film is and i fucking defy you if anyone like that, oh, fucking chicks, fucking, oh, fucking love birds, me. Oh, fucking love, oh, yeah, I fucking love that fucking gap between their legs, you know. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, those fucking twats, um, 99%, uh, 99.99% of those fucking penis, um, you go, what's your favourite film? It's fucking diehard, isn't it, mate? It's fucking diehard. Well, it's set Christmas, isn't it? It's fucking diehard. Yeah, fucking, yeah, I'm a fucking man. I fucking want to wear a vest like that. Crawl around fucking ventilation systems, fucking killing fucking terrorists. Oh, fucking, that's so fucking... And they say that like it's a fucking original thought. That's the thing that annoys me. About the old fucking, oh, fucking Die Hard, mate. It's my favourite fucking Christmas film. I fucking love Die Hard. Fucking, yeah, fucking ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun now. It's fucking brilliant, that, isn't it? I'd have walked through that glass, mate, and it wouldn't even cut my feet because I'm fucking hard. Um, yeah, those cunts. Um, uh, yeah, it's always, it's, it's, you know, they always go, oh, fucking Die Hard, yeah. Because, obviously, it's an action film, but it's set at Christmas. 
in there. So they go, oh, technically, though, mate, it's yet a Christmas. It's Christmas feel, with it? Um, nobody ever mentions Die Hard 2, which is also set at Christmas as well. Fucking Die Hard 2, mate. It's fucking Faddy's film, that. Die Hard, that's what you want, mate. All right, all right, let's calm down. Uh, yeah, Die Hard 2 is uh, set at Christmas as well. But um, Gremlins, yeah, I watched that. I didn't know, by the way, that the Christmas scene... I didn't know this until I Googled Gremlins like a fucking geek. Like a, you some sort of bookworm, mate, are you? Want to get fucking educated to go about Gremlins? You're fucking right, I do, you bald fucking cunt. Um, yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, I Googled it and um, it said like the same set, you know, the Christmas set in the middle uh, where it does like a panning view of the set and it's all covered in snow and gremlins. It's the same fucking set. I know people are probably screaming out there going, it's the same set as fucking Back to the Future, mate. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, actually, it's the same set as uh, Back to the Future there, mate, yeah? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I didn't fucking know that, but when they, uh, you know, the square, the bit where he does the old uh, goes round on the hoverboard, and also goes round on the skateboard in the 50s version. And um, uh, the tannins uh, end up, uh, obviously, uh, in the manure. I hate manure. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, well, not apparently, it is the same set. I never knew that. But you can see why, can't you? That's why Disney do the same there's always those things about Disney films, isn't there, where, um, like, people compare one film to the other and it's got basically the same scene of, you know, like, you've got Mowgli walking through the fucking forest or whatever and then on another one you've got, like, another character and it takes the exact same route or whatever. Of course they're going to do that. It's fucking Disney. They want to fucking save money and hate Jews. <laughs> I imagine they do anyway. I don't know. I think Walt Disney wasn't a fan of the Jews, was he? I don't think he was. Or Jewish people. Jewish people. There we go. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. Of course they're going to use the same sets, aren't they? Of course they're going to use the same sets. They're going to uh, uh, try and try and save a few pennies, baby, aren't they? Um, whilst, um, whilst, you know, like uh, creating lovable characters. Uh, what are we on? Uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes, people. That is it. Holy fucking shit, baby. Um, that was uh, episode 169 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to send me uh, any questions, any emails, or abuse me via the internet, uh, pod- it is just uh, the email address, just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Uh Have a good week till then. We're almost there, baby. It's almost Christmas. Um, Take care. I'll speak to you on Saturday.